Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, May 20th, 2022. There are a lot of twos in that date. So, did you do the crossword? Yes, I did. And what did you think of that crossword? I thought it was a lot of hard work to get through this crossword. Hmm. So. Okay. I just, I thought, oh, man, I'm not going to get this one. But mm -hmm. I did. Eventually, I did. Uh, but I, I did discover something kind of interesting. Um, and I've, I've kind of noticed this uh, over the last few months as I approached the Friday and Saturday puzzle. It seems like I can always get the bottom half. Really? Faster. than I always end up in like the top left or top right corner not being able to get it. Huh. I rarely end up at the bottom not being able to get it. So I don't know if I just, my brain needs all that that tension and <laughs> and challenge in the top half to, to fill in the bottom half. And then once I become successful filling up in the bottom half, I'm able to, to work my way up. But anyway, that seems to be the the pattern I have of solving the Friday and Saturday crosswords. Mm -hmm. So You know, one of the things I think is that if the New York Times actually gets a letter-by-letter -letter keystroke of how people are solving this puzzle, they could make the most amazing research or write the most amazing research papers ever. Yeah, See, it'd be very interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what I, th what I would think might be happening is, you know, you sort of start at the top and you and you run into problems and you drift down to a point where you can do where you get to a clue that you can do mm -hmm. and then you sort of branch out from there well by definition you'll have sort of slipped down a bit mm -hmm. yeah that's my that's my uh, very unscientific explanation mm -hmm. but i did uh, i i just do notice that i am able to get the bottom half done first, mm -hmm. almost always on Friday and Saturday. Now the rest of the the week it doesn't really apply, but hmm. Friday, yeah. Friday and Saturday I'll be just like going through the clue after clue along the top and thinking I don't know that I don't know that right. But then you know I'll get about halfway down and I'll find one I know, and then I'll keep you know kind of keep going. I do it like in thirds, but you know about halfway down I'll find one I know and then. That just sets it off. Well, you know, maybe it's hard to write a very sort of clever clue. And maybe the, the, the writers of the clues sort of, you know, which is typically the constructor of the crossword as well as the editors who apparently chip in quite a lot, mm -hmm. maybe they sort of wear themselves out. So the point at which they've worn themselves out, that's where it becomes easier. I don't know. Uh, I've seen some pretty clever clues in the bottom half of puzzles. but mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's just something I noticed and I'm like, oh, that that just seems to keep happening. So Well, in my case, I don't know where I, uh, well, I do know where I finished up. I finished up in the, in the very bottom. Oh, huh. So, um, and I didn't have too much trouble with the, you had trouble with the top here? Yeah. Okay. Because, um, did you get one across prefix with directional omni? Not right away. Oh, see, I got that. Mm -hmm. I just thought, what else could it be? Mm -hmm. So, so I, I got that. And and then thirteen across the a sumo wrestlers is called a mawashi, and I thought, what does a sumo wrestler have? A loincloth. And even though I sort of vacillated a bit because I was having some trouble in that area, I eventually settled on loincloth. So uh -huh. I sort of I was able to fill that out pretty easily. Uh huh. Hmm. Um, 
and up there, you might say, was old. I mean, I had the O and the L, and if I can't figure out old after <laughs> having two-thirds of the letters, uh, I'm, in, I'm in serious trouble. Uh-huh. They had uh, another um, cow-related uh, funny clue, stock exchange, question mark, was moose. Uh-huh. That was that was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just oh for for clothes. See, I wasn't sure. You know, three down. They had they had clothes in actually two places. Actually, eight, bo- eight across each other. Eighteen across and three down. Both say clothes. That's interesting because eighteen across is is clothes, which is shut. Mm-hmm. Um, three down is close, which is nigh. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, you're right. Uh, sorry, five across was border, uh-huh. which I originally had as edge. Me too. But it was a butt. A butt, yes. And um, actually, we're also in that corner, four down, unable to perform operations, enumerate. Uh-huh. Actually, I'm sorry, enumerate, not enumerate. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah. Oh, and they had 25 down. I mean, that was brilliant. Uh, sorry, 25 across, as seen in chemistry class, question mark, except it's not as seen in chemistry class, it's A-S, mm-hmm. seen in chemistry class, which is arsenic. Right, yeah, that's pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many different uh, periodic table elements they can do that with. Uh, well, probably a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, next to arsenic was 29 across, velvet-voiced Mel. Mel Torme, I always know that one. And see, because eight down was status on a conservationist red list. Uh-huh. And at first I had endangered. Oh. Because it fitted. And mm-hmm. then, but then I got the 29 across, which, which ran into endangered. Um, and so I was going to have, I had, I don't know, it was going to start with a G, but I thought, oh, it, it's got to be Mel Torme. Yes. The only other person I could think of was Mel Blanc. And I didn't think you, <laughs> I didn't really think of Bugs Bunny as being velvet voiced. No, not even close. So, so I, on the basis of that, I just said goodbye to endangered. You're mm-hmm. not endangered, endangered. You're extinct. And uh-huh. I wiped it out. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then things started to go a lot faster. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with 23 across? U.S. locale that, when said quickly, sounds like a cheer. Well, Oahu? I, I, I well, Oahu. Yeah, what? Like, like if you say it, if you... Uh, Oahu. Uh-huh, Oahu. Oahu. But it sounds like, if you say it fast, Oahu. So, Oahu. I, I Oahu. keep saying Oahu, Oahu. Oh, okay, I give up. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Yeah, I, at first I put Ohio, <laughs> which I thought, Ohio. <laughs> but, well, I was but thinking no, of Iowa. Oahu. I was thinking of Iowa, and I was thinking seven down, not yet delivered after in was instead of in utero, I had in uteri. Oh, uh-huh. which didn't seem to make sense. Well, I, that would maybe be plural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I guess you couldn't. You could put that as maybe a plural of not yet delivered. You know, one thing I like about the Saturday and crossword, uh, Saturday, Friday and Saturday crosswords is that the clues are so interesting. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, 20, 20 down, unit equal to 907.2 kilograms is a short ton. Yes. I'm just fascinated to discover that even exists as a unit. Uh-huh. And... 43 across, I was fascinated to discover that doctrines was not dogmas, but dogmatas. It could be either. It could be? I think so. Okay. I was, I got, I, you know, I was thinking 
dogmata, but um, let's see what else is interesting. Oh, the only uh, thirty down. The only one-word country that contains all the vowels. Yes, Mozambique. Uh huh. Of course, I have the M right away from Torme. Yes. And so I'm like, hmm, it could be Madagascar. Right. <laughs> but then uh, then I got a few other letters, and I was like, oh, no, it's definitely Mozambique. Madagascar does fit, mm-hmm. except it doesn't have all the vowels. Mm-hmm. Well, Keen, 41 across. I put in Avid right away. I just thought that, that made sense. Yes. And then the one above that, 38 across, Blank of Sitium. Philosopher who founded Stoicism. Stoicism. Mm-hmm. It was Zeno. Right. That cinched it. So. See, I didn't know. I mean, I've heard of Zeno's paradox, mm-hmm. but I had not. I, I didn't realize that um, he had anything to do with Stoicism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I should be stoic about it. So my my significant problem was in the bottom, because uh, forty eight down Italian nickname that omits Al. And so the answer was Alfredo. And, and it's Fredo. And well, right, so it became Fredo. Mm-hmm. But I am afraid to say that I spelled Fredo, F R A D O. Because oh. I heard an A. And, you know, there's something about when, when a word is written so it reads across, I can do a better job of spotting problems than when it, when it, when it goes down. And so it crossed with 57 across. Manet called him the painter of painters. Velazquez. Uh, Velazquez, which I take it you knew. I did know that. And you yes. probably knew how to spell it. No, I spelled the fir- I spelled it with an S, V A L A S U E Z. I knew it ended with a Z, but but it actually has two Z's in it. Um, and that first Z crosses with forty four down, highly exaggerated and subjective as journalism, and that was Gonzo. So I I quickly was able to change it to a Z. But yes, right. yes, yes mm-hmm. I know. Velasquez. Uh, for Canadians listening, uh, that was a Z that, that Gina was just uttering there. Okay. Um, hold gingerly, per, uh, maybe 54 down was cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah, because um, 53 across, small flaw, I had ding, mm. and then I had dink, uh-huh. and eventually it turned out to be nick. Right. So, but I had an N there, and I thought, well, hold gingerly. You know, I couldn't think of any good words that began with N that would be whole gingerly. Well, I was having... Cups make sense. Right. I mean, I was having trouble in that whole area because, like I said, I misspelled Fredo. I wasn't sure. Velasquez looked right, but I wasn't sure. And then 50 across, Grammy winner for 1983's Flashdance, What a Feeling, Mm -hmm. Irene Cara. Yep. I thought that was right, but then I started thinking, what if I could spell Teresa, which is 40 down, WNBA great Witherspoon, or Weatherspoon, I guess, um, T-E-R-A-S-A. So I thought maybe it's Irina Kara, Irina Kara. So I had like three letters there that I was unsure of, but uh-huh. I eventually decided that 52 down, big name in fashion footwear was Aldo. Aldo, yes. I originally had Augs. Uh, maybe that should have been Uggs. Uh, Uggs. Yes. I, I originally had Uggs, mm-hmm. um, but that didn't that didn't go well. Uh-huh. Did you know sixty across cousin of an ard wolf is a no. hyena? No, I did not know that. I just know Ardvark. I don't yeah, know. I don't know ard wolf. I've, I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, ard wolf. and and in that same area, um, 
62 across. You, of course, had no trouble with this blank. Esta noche. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was it. Esta noche with an E-S-T-A, but I wasn't sure. And 51 down was 99 Luft Balloons singer uh, Nina. Mm-hmm. Um, They've had that many times in the classroom. Well, the the trouble is they've also had a bird called a neen, N-E-N-E. Nanny. A, a nanny. Yeah. Okay. So they've also had nana, I just want to point out. I would <laughs> love to have a crossword that had neen or, or, or nina, um, nanny and nana. Uh-huh. Um, if anyone's listening, uh, let's see, who would we want to do this? Probably Sam Azursky. Sam, if you're listening, um, <laughs> please have at it. We want Nina and Nana and Nen. Nenny. Nenny. I'll eventually learn how to pronounce that, maybe. And maybe Nino or something else, too. Ooh, and, and Nemo, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, that could be Nemo. Hey, maybe that could be our crossword. <laughs> we'll have to get the to the end crossword. Why, why, are we, why are we asking other people to do our work for us? <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's probably it for today, except for the fact that it is Fun Fact Friday. Do, 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 do. And uh, listeners, Fun Fact Friday is, as its name suggests, when we uh, look at, back at the crossword of the last week and pick out a fun fact. And I take it you have one. I do, but I can't remember which puzzle this was in. Uh, but this is a fun fact about In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> uh -huh. So I had said that In-N-Out Burger was coming to Kansas City, but I was wrong. Oh. It's Whataburger. Whataburger is coming to Kansas City. I see. And that is a burger chain that um, originated down in Texas, where okay. Patrick Mahomes went to school. Mm -hmm. Anyway, In-N-Out Burger really is a, uh, a regional chain that is located primarily in California and the Southwest. It was founded in Baldwin Park, California in 1948 by Harry Snyder and Esther Snyder. The chain currently has is headquartered in Irvine and has expanded into the rest of California, as well as Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Texas, Oregon, and Colorado, and is currently planning an expansion into Idaho. The current owner is Lindsay Snyder, the Snyder's only grandchild. Um, but, you know, it's it started in 1948, which seems kind of early for a fast food chain. Mm -hmm. But um, it its revenue is over a billion dollars, uh, and it employs 27,000 people. Um, the thing that I found that was so interesting was um, how many famous people have um, recommended In-N-Out Burger as being just a fantastic burger chain. It has um, a number of um, chefs, including... Gordon Ramsay, Thomas Keller, Julia Child, <laughs> Anthony Bourdain, Ina Garden, and Mario Batali. A famous re London chef restaurateur, Ramsay, ate in In-N-Out for the first time when taping Hell's Kitchen in Los Angeles, and it soon became one of his favorite spots for takeout. He was quoted as saying, In-N-Out burgers were extraordinary. I was... I was so bad, I sat in the restaurant, had my double cheeseburger, then minutes later, I drove back around and got the same thing again to take out. <laughs> uh, Thomas Keller, a fan of In-N-Out, celebrated with In-N-Out burgers at the anniversary party of his restaurant, The French Laundry. 
Keller also plans on opening his own burger restaurant inspired by his Los Angeles experience in In-N-Out. Julia Child, one of the first celebrities to champion the chain, admitted to knowing every location of the restaurant between Santa Barbara and San Francisco. (laughs) She also had burgers delivered to her when she was in the hospital. Uh, Anthony Bourdain said that In-N-Out Burger was his favorite fast food meal, later naming the restaurant as the best restaurant in Los Angeles. Ina Garten, in an interview with Today Show, said, I have to say, I don't eat fast food at all, with one exception. When we're in California doing book tours, we always have to go to In-N-Out Burger. It is so good, and I know it was Julia Child's favorite, too, so it's okay. Huh. So, just amazing that, you know, these are very famous chefs, um, and and many of them TV personalities, uh, and they all loved In-N-Out Burger. So now I want to go to an In-N-Out Burger. Okay. <laughs> but I guess I'll have to wait till I can travel to California. And, and as a vegetarian, you'll go alone, but in, enjoy. <laughs> well, that's all right. I can tell you how good it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, f- for the record, uh, it showed up this Tuesday as 25 Down West Coast Burger Chain. Uh-huh. And the only other time it has appeared ever was... Uh, 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 Thursday, October 7th, 2021, it was West Coast Burger Chain with a not-so-secret menu. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just appeared twice. So uh-huh. That's very interesting. N- yes, indeed. Uh-huh. So, okay. So, anyway, that's our fun fact well, for this Friday. Well done. Thank you for that fun fact. Uh-huh. And that's it for today. Okay. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Yes. Hope you're all primed for Saturday's crossword, which will be coming out shortly. And we are, at least I am, hope you are. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back to talk about tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.